Hello, and uh, this is Charles with the Legend of Digital Conversations Cooperative, and this is another episode of the Philomath series on musings. So for this episode, I'm just going to talk about some uh, interesting uh, new crowdfunding methods that I've seen people uh, use for uh, for writing, and uh, potentially, you know, you could probably use it for really any scholarly work, and even for, uh, you know, educational courses. So I'm just going to be, and uh, so I'll pretty much go uh, about this as I was just talking about how you can do it uh, uh, pre, uh, pretty much kind of like pre-production uh, or like pre-final product and then uh, post-product. And by pre-product, I pretty much mean before the actual uh, articles have uh, been uh, published, while with uh, uh, post-products, pretty much mean, you know, after the article's been published, or uh, even the course material. But see, that's pretty much uh, what I mean by the, you know, pre-product, post-product. So regarding uh, pre-product, uh, so this kind of goes back to um, uh, my episode uh, where I'll just give my thoughts on uh, the article by The Generalist, you know, talking about uh, the journalist token and also to uh, my uh, the other episode where I was talking about Joey De Bruyne's article uh, about uh, 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 Kosa's Penguin and uh, how it's uh, flying. I'm pretty sure I just like botched the the title, but yeah, there it is. So pretty much it kind of harkens back to uh, to my thoughts on those two uh, uh, two articles. But the two models I'm going to be talking about for uh, for the pre product stage is uh, the generalist model, you know, hashtag generalist, and the uh, ghost knowledge model. So in the generalist model, uh, pretty much you, know, you get an idea for an article, and so you try to crowdfund it. Uh, so if we're just gonna stick with the, with how it pretty much played out in the in the journalist article, but I mean, you can really use any you know means for uh, for the crowdfunding. Uh, yeah, if you want to do a Web3, uh, Mirror works pretty well, but I mean, if you want to do like a Kickstarter, I mean, you really could do it like any way you want, but you yeah, pretty much got to start with a crowdfund for a, for an idea for an article, and so well, you know, once you got the idea, you run a crowdfund, and so you know you run uh, the crowdfund, and then you know what do people get uh, uh, in exchange? So by you know uh, putting some uh, some money in, uh, in the journalist case, they got the hashtag journalist token. And so, of course, you can set the parameters of uh, of the crowdfund however you want, but uh, pretty much uh, any way you go about it, it's just that people will get uh, this uh, token, uh, which is meant to symbolize or well, show <laughs> uh, ownership or represent ownership uh, in the underlying article. But uh, of course, I'm not really sure if that's the actual copyright itself <laughs> or something else. So you know, lots of questions to be asked there. Then once the crowdfund is over, uh, the creators or uh, authors will then make uh, the article and then uh, mend them as NFTs and put them up for uh, for auction on one of these uh, NFT uh, auction marketplaces and uh, see how uh, how high it goes. So uh, you know, once uh, the NFT gets sold, the people who held uh, the token, so in this case, journalist token can either you know, choose to uh, redeem their tokens or uh, you know, hold it uh, so that they can get uh, 
you know, revenue from uh, future sales. So some, uh, so that's pretty much the basic model of uh, of the journalist uh, that was uh, used in something that I talked about in the journalist article. And so that's one new model that's kind of come up. Uh, you know, you can really use it for kind of really any creative work or any creative endeavor. I mean, really, to me, any knowledge-based work kind of could fall under this model. So, if you want to do it for like research reports, so in, in the journalist cases, for an S one of the, oh sorry, that's for uh, analysis of Coinbase's S one, and also for artwork. So you could do it for you know, different kinds of uh, creative works. Really, anything like copyrightable kind of works. Uh, I mean, I think it also just for trademarks, but uh, you know that might be a little bit harder. Okay, right, so that's the first model for uh, for uh, pre-product. So the second model is the uh, is uh, ghost knowledge. <laughs> uh, so in the ghost knowledge model, uh, pretty much what uh, what happens is that people try to once again crowdfund to uh, create an article. But uh, with uh, with ghost knowledge, what people do is that uh, you know uh, you know pretty much that people will you know complete a form and then state you know who do they want to uh, to write. So who's you know who do they want to be the author. And then they include the amounts uh, that they want to pledge uh, to that endeavor for uh, for the crowdfund. So you know, let's say you just want you know a particular author who you know you think it's uh, really cool, or someone who you know isn't even an author, just somebody you think is interesting. You want to you know see them write about something. So you know, going through uh, the ghost uh, knowledge mall, you'd complete the form, tell them who you want the author to be, and how much you're gonna pledge. So. With this author, let's say you pledge, you know, fifty bucks, and so, you know, if you pledge fifty bucks, uh, you know, uh, and if you can hit the minimum requirements, and I think for Ghost Knowledge, it's about like five hundred bucks. So if you have five hundred bucks, then Ghost Knowledge will come back ask you to you know, give the pledge amount. <laughs> Hopefully, you pick a pledge amount you can actually uh, uh, pledge, uh, or at least uh, give once the crowdfund starts and. If the money is provided, then Ghost Knowledge goes and contacts the author. Well, actually, sorry, before the crowdfund, Ghost Knowledge uh, will contact the author once there's been enough, uh, you know, enough you know, uh, submissions to the form, so that there's you know the pledges show that there's enough money uh, there for uh, for the crowdfund, and then Ghost Knowledge will go uh, then and contact the author or the author people want and. Uh, also, one additional thing is you also ask what you want them to write about, so that's also really nice. Uh, so it goes on to go and contact the author, ask them if they're going to write. Uh, if they say yes, then boom, let's go, uh, you know, then they go on ahead with the crowdfund. Hopefully they raise the amount of money, and then boom, you get an article made. So yeah, so that's the second model at the pre-product stage. And so possible adaption of the, well, these, you know, pre-product uh, models is that you know usually you're asking someone to you know uh, a writer to make uh an article but uh one thing that would also be pretty interesting is why not also let a fan write uh or co-author an article uh with uh you know one of their favorite writers you know that's one that could also be uh done as well so you know interesting things uh so then moving on to just the uh, post product models uh really the only one i've really been thinking about is uh, really uh, token locked gates. So using something like the unlock protocol or mint gates uh, for you know post product. So you know once you've made the uh, the article, uh, you know you pretty much put it behind uh, a token gate so that you know if someone wants to access it, they have to have a you know, certain token. 
or they had to pay X amounts of uh, of currency. You know, this could be crypto. Uh, you know, dollars. It kind of depends. You know, whatever it's being accepted. But you have to pay you know some money to access uh, the item. So you know, that's uh, you know uh, a post product method uh, that can also uh, also be used for uh, for uh, locking access to uh, content. Uh, specifically, you know, articles, but you can also technically do it for like educational uh, resources or courses as well. You know, hopefully not uh, the resources, but just like the the course. So, uh, you know, if you're you know running a course and uh, you know, you've put out all these uh, you know all, all this content, you want to you know make sure people have to you know pay for it before they uh, they access. You can put behind the token lock gate as well. But you know, hopefully, you make the some of the materials you know hopefully, you know, publicly available. So, you know, this could be like writings or readings and, you know, you don't necessarily tell them how to read anything or, you know, or give them the syllabus, but it's just, you know, it's also a good thing to have the the resources, you know, open so that people can uh, use them themselves and learn uh, as well. So, that's pretty much it for uh, for the episode. Uh, once again, uh, this is Trustle Jovi with the Ledgeback Digital Commons Research Cooperative. Uh, you can find uh, Ledgeback on Twitter at Ledgeback, and you can find uh, me on Twitter at C-A-D-J-O-V-U. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, complaints, or if you really, really just like this episode, uh, you can always send an email to Ledgeback at gmail.com, or just hit us up on uh, on Twitter. Uh, if you want to talk to us more, you can talk to us on Discord, just search Ledgerback and the Discord, uh, you, know, you can you know, find it pretty easily. But, uh, you know, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, hopefully come by for the next one.